Welcome to the Special Delivery Podcast. I'm your host, Special, and welcome to this series for Grand National's album, Twice on Sunday, where each episode is a standalone episode about a different track on the album, so you can listen to them in order, out of order, one, all of them, whatever you want to do, they are all here for you. On this episode, we are going to talk about Cousin Faith slash The Seed, which is track five. It is produced by Basta, SK, and Kevin Allen, and it features Oakland Heart, Kevin Allen, Monty Draper, Brookfield Deuce, and Dee Bledsoe. So let's get into it. What's going on, y'all? It's the city's heartthrob, Oakland Hearts. I'm here representing Grand National on special delivery. Yes, yes. Oakland Hearts, how you doing today? I'm great. You know, I'm a little tired, um, but I'm great, though. Other than that, I'm blessed. Happy to be here. Happy to have you here. Appreciate We got to hop into it. Cousin Faith slash The Seed. Of course, the theme is there. How do you go about approaching that? Did you hear their verses first? Was it just the hook? Did you and Kevin Allen kind of write it together? What does it look like writing that hook? So originally, when I first heard the beat, um, Basta played it. Instantly, I thought of Soul Food, like legitimate Soul Food, not the movie. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> the beat just gave me soulful vibes. So we, we kind of took a break. Everybody took a smoke break. I don't really smoke like that, but I got dumb high with Kev, Basta, and and everybody, and I could not focus. <laughs> I could not focus, and so I finally walk in the booth. I go in there and I do it, and Kev's like, "Yo, just just change those last two lines. This is good. This is good." But it all for me, it just came from a personal point of like that's how I felt. Like I was in a newfound relationship at the time, and everything was just like love and like really soulful like things were just connecting for me even though I was going through hell so it was like that hook at the time was just it was just great it was just it was just greatness in the making so did you hear their verses before or did they hear your hook and that's what kind of took off on the verses they, they heard my they heard the hook we did the hook first and then um the verses came after and it was history from there yes Kevin Allen 115th of the collective Grand National yeah both phones off, we just ride and reflect. She looked me dead in my eyes. That's a sign of respect. I can't lie, I'm impressed. All that pride in your strut, all that time I invest. I'm just trying to connect. You so fancy, baby. Sweet potato pie like Granny made it. So food takes a lot of time. We gotta have some patience. Black eyed peas, baby, pass the greens. I love to be the one stir up that mac and cheese. You fit me like a tailor suit, delicate fabric. No embellishment, you special, you ain't never been average. No, I'm nailing shit to the wall, girl, I wish I could frame you. Girl, I wish I could claim you, but we ain't tripping off labels. Finger looking good, get every crumb off the table. Got your heart on my mind, got my tongue in your navel. This remind me of puppy love, but we grown as fuck. So grown, I don't even wanna hold you up, girl, you call as fuck. Just the pairing of soul food and a woman, I talked to Oakland Hearts and he talked about how he wrote that. And just hearing you sing on that, what was that like for you? 
we were just in there creating, just producer mode. But I just had an older vibe to it. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to mesh that sound, that Marvin Gaye sound we were just talking about with the vibe he was on. So I just kind of put it together like, what about this harmony? Well, I'll do it and you do this and y'all do this and you do that. All right, just produce the song. Like really take it all the way there. Those little things really elevate the sound. It's Monty Draper on a special delivery podcast representing Grand National. Bonita, apple pie, banana pudding. Kiss it with pride, baby, why wouldn't? I for not then keep it pushing. Have the whole world in your hands and still manage to overlook it. Pink matter, no rapper, I'd rather come in old fashioned. Fall in, what's the balance? Scar gifted with talent. Head wrapped in dramatic. No, don't you dare, that's just passion. Playboy, you fall from Corvallis. You sure you up for the challenge? Pull up on the south side and profess your love. You my from? granny neighborhood house and your uncle might know my plug. Harley sleep, we gon' track down your panties, just watch the sun. Gon' think I'm underneath when you feel the sardine by duck. Raised by the gangsters, no mistake in the love for trust. Real enough, I'm healing up. Before I bring my damaged stats down the lover's lane. Yo, who prayed over the fool? I can taste the pain. I was riding with somebody and I was listening to it. And they were like, who is that? And I was like, that's Monty. Like, what? <laughs> it, it's the silky Monty. Mm -hmm. And so there's a little bit of a different sound. Is that something consciously that you tap into or it just kind of happens? That's the mad scientist, Dr. Dre over there. He made me do that shit 30 times. Fucking Kevin, man. Uh, no, nah, that was my favorite part of the process. You do a lot of this shit alone and you can start to really feel like you're the best or you good and all this shit and then to be humbled that way and had to have a discussion. So it was like, yo, what are you trying to say? It's like, oh, I'm trying to say this. It was like, well, you don't sound like that. And it's like, oh, it's a crazy realization. And then the discomfort that lies in trying to be smooth. It's just a weird sort of space to try to do it. But the more you practice, it's like, do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. And so finally nailing it and with that verse you're going through so many different things the song itself is is really comparing soul food to a woman but the way you do it i don't know there's something that feels like home about it so you're really like comparing where you come from to her and and kind of intertwining those things yeah. along with the soul food element yeah. what was it like writing that one and approaching it that one was fun because you just try to be as descriptive as possible, but be inclusive too, right? So I've seen something where Nas was talking about Illmatic and he was talking about writing that specifically for his partners that was from Queensbridge Projects, you know what I'm saying? And so instead of trying to cast this general net, it's like, let's be specific, let's dial it in and tell this specific story. And as a byproduct, it'll help everybody see visually. I don't know, I just I felt validated in that regard because it, it is mass specific, but so many people are like, yo, I love that verse, you know? Everything in there is really specific to me and my story. Southside, neighborhood, house, like it's all Mad Richmond shit in there. You know what I'm saying? It's dope that it resonates with so many people, but it's it wasn't for nobody but me and mine and the people that know that specific part of the, of the world. That's crazy because I was just listening to a podcast and they were talking about the show Rami on Hulu mm -hmm. and how specific it is. And I've been like unpacking this for the past couple of days. The more specific you get, the yeah. more people can relate to it exactly. and latch onto it yeah. because it strips all of that like weird shit and ego and and, and just like trying to be abstract and yeah. it and it becomes a human thing. So yeah. where it's like, oh, okay, we all have a grandma's house mm -hmm. that we would go to, and, and mm -hmm. those little things 
come out, the more specific you get. Yeah, yep. So I, I think that's important. And I think it's important for you to say, like, I didn't write that to be that, relatable. That wasn't for nobody but me and mine. Like, that, and the ones who know, know. My grandma, for example, like, she was one of the first people who got to play that song for the day it came out. And she was vibing and like, oh, and, you know, it's owed to her and the salute to her. And my sister got a real kick out of who prayed over the food. Like, that's something we say. Like, you eating already? Ain't nobody pray over the food yet. You know what I'm saying? So it's like no longer wanting to cast this general net because, like you said, it leaves a lot of room for some weird shit to happen and people to try to interpret it for themselves. And what is, nah, bro, this is what it is. It's from here. This is what I meant. Ain't nothing else to talk about. Yes, yes, yes. I know we just met, but I'm perfect for you, baby. in the middle right before the beat switches up you kind of ride it with the little uh, uh, uh. <laughs> what was that like for you initially it was just kind of like a feel out for the beat i wasn't really doing it for any particular purpose i was just kind of like humming something that i that i felt it went so they put it on there and i was just like all right cool like <laughs> as long as it works if, if it ain't broke don't fix it you know i love it what's up y'all it's brookfield deuce Represent East Oakland, California. Represent Brookfield, California. Front page music, Grand National ENT. Yep. Every day the same, these shit's twins. They identical. Wake up, run into the block, collect residuals. Never stand still, I tell the cops. I don't do interviews. Gun pop, pushing off the block. I need my spring shoes. Crips killing crips these days. Colors got different hues. Bloods that ain't blood these days. Sometimes it's thicker too. Police still protecting police. That ain't nothing new. The game ain't never had a tie. You either win or lose. I'm gonna try my best. Mm -hmm. You were talking about... The game never had a tie, you either win or lose. I think that that's important because, I mean, we could go into a whole spiel about, you know, participation trophies and, and ties and all that weird stuff. Yeah. But I think flat out saying, no, you either win or lose. Like, right. there, there is no in-between. There's no yeah, tie. Be in the middle? Even a tie, you eventually have to settle that anyways, and it's going to be a winner. Like, it's just a weird place to end at. Yeah, yeah. So what was it like writing that line? Same as uh, Young, Black, and Beautiful, just the idea of, being wise and looking back and explaining to the youth again you can play the game i've played it you've played it everybody's played it when they were younger they got older and they realized it was stupid yeah. to tell people that there is the ability to be neutral in the game is not helping nobody yeah. you know what i mean so it's like you either win or lose it's like it's crips killing crips it's bloods killing bloods it's family that is your blood family, but they not really your family. Mm -hmm. They don't care about you like that. It's people that's not your family, like all of us in Grand National, that care about each other. I would consider the people that I do this music with in Grand National sometimes closer than some of my other family members that are really my blood. So like the idea of the entire verse is just explaining the game. It's like, I don't do interviews with the cops. You know what I mean? Basically, I'm not going to no interrogation room to talk to the police, you know? And if I'm in a room of talking about the game, being on the street, being in gang culture, hustling, doing whatever I'm doing with multiple women, whatever the game is that you play, there is no way for you to just get out a level of clean. You got to get your hands dirty a little bit to either win 
or to lose either way but yeah. it's gonna be one side or the other it's not gonna be like a oh yeah i did this and i got out you know what i mean it's like it's not hokey pokey and i think you kind of touched on it but i had it written down bloods these days sometimes it's thicker too yeah and i think that's just really like you said people in this group you kind of are closer to than your family members and it, it's just a form of connection that you can't even fathom until it actually happens and i think that connection is so important what was it like kind of writing that line because you did kind of play on the crips and the bloods and, and bringing that into that conversation yeah, yeah it's just bloods that ain't blood these days you know and it's like finding out who your family is finding out who your tribe is which is basically one of our mantras for the album and just our group in general is like find your tribe and associate yourself with like-minded people because sometimes that'll be better than just sticking with your family and alienating people that weren't birthed from you like my brother from another mother or you know what i mean all of that stuff comes from really finding out who care about you and who love you outside of the uh, blood relation you know and i think that's really important for all of us to figure out who is in our tribes regardless of sexual orientation creed color religion if you care about that person you care about them that's your homie that's your brother that's your sister you know what i mean like whatever it is it's like build your tribe is basically what the line for me was and i think that's important too because a lot of the conversations i've had today were about growth and you were even talking about you know a lot of you guys are already in your 30s and just that growth that comes with that and i think part of that growth is not just running with anybody like finding a tribe that actually makes sense and people that you're like-minded with and and all those things that connection it's not just oh yeah i just run with them because i run with them it's a lot deeper than that. yeah it makes sense yeah it's a it's a relationship you know all relationships have a level of give and take and if you're just giving and and nobody's giving back to you that's not a a relationship that you want to be in you know what i mean like everybody has to like feed each other you know like i said back to the whole idea of the group construct is like that's why it's good is because we're all good enough on our own, you know, but to come together makes us just that much stronger. You know, it's like a one wolf is dangerous, but as a pack, it's like unstoppable, you know, so just building your tribe, you know. I love it so much. This is D Bledsoe with special delivery and special. This is Grand National. Damier de me and West checkers to a checkmate. If I don't play the win, tell me who's supposed to get cake. I ain't on me, baby. I was pressed to get my shit straight. I don't pay my rent late. Hallelujah, praise Lord. I'm a doula like Medusa. Rock them snakes up on Versace. Handed down my Gucci to my son. It's turned to fly. Plain Jane Rowley. Hold my phone calls for me. Different books, same story. Bless the pages go by. Might get this right, might get this wrong. If I don't play to win, tell me who's supposed to get cake iron on me baby i was pressured to get my shit straight <laughs> yeah iron on me baby i was pressed to get my shit straight yes, like an iron don't even trip yeah like an iron yeah <laughs> see that double entendre work <laughs> that was just a fun bar for me um way back when on nerds eye view kev had a song called uh favorite song and i believe i'm the second verse after him on that song uh, I said something about Damier luggage on that song. Anyway, that's why I reference myself as Damier Demian. My government name is Demian. And so I reference myself as Damier Demian on that. But um, anyway, that was just fun for me because getting on the end of that song was hella dope. <laughs> but Oakland Hearts killed that shit. Basta killed the beat. Kev, everything he added to that. Monty, I mean, that Cousin Faith is incredible. And again, for them to reverse and flip the beat for me and me and Brookfield Deuce to be able to get on the end of that thing. That was a blessing. 
<laughs> I don't even know. Whatever for my verse. Uh, that song is just incredible, and it's a huge record for us. Yeah, I just can't wait for hella people to hear that. I got a cool verse, but the rest of the whole first half of the song is really where it's at. I really like that verse. So you talked about having fun, and I really love that cadence for you. Like, yeah. I think that cadence was fun. Can you talk about how you chose to go that route with it? Again, that beat on the end of Cousin Faith seat is just Cousin Faith beat reversed. So once uh, SK kind of flipped that in the studio, I got excited instantly, and I'm like, man, I got to come on slide, and I got to do something special. Shout out to Spesh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, I, I hope I, I did something special and it came across. That song is incredible. Shout out Oakland Hearts. Yes, I love it. Yeah, I, I'ma roll some weed up. I might throw my feet up. I'ma grow my seeds up. R.I.P. Nip, I might throw a C up. I can imagine that you were just kind of not spitballing, but not quite freestyling, but just kind of throwing ideas out there when when you say the things like I'm roll this weed up, I'm throw my feet up, I'm grow my seeds up. What was that thought process to just kind of throw those ideas out there? I hate giving the same answer to you because I know we're going to interview you when this is over, <laughs> but. I don't know where it comes from. Mm. And I don't want to be like, all oh, esoteric, freaky deaky. What else rhymes with grow my seeds up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So weed, seeds, plant, grow, children, grow, water. Like it just, it's all, it just goes together. Like I don't fucking know. <laughs> it just comes out. But I think that that's something that we've talked a lot about today is there's so much divinity in this project. Not only the production and the verses and you all coming together in itself, like there's just divinity in that. So sometimes things just come out of you. And especially, you know, we've talked a lot about the environment that you guys created, being able to not only be fans of each other, but just to really create this atmosphere of expression and going through grief and really bonding with each other so of course there's going to be moments where you just hop in the booth and and things just come out and it's just like oh shit that's incredible where did it come from we don't know but it came from all of this for me it's having the trust in the individuals that were there without having super deep relationships with them outside of the studio Mm -hmm. but as an artist like you watch and you watch and you hear and you listen you're like no this person is capable of holding their own in a lot of different arenas but Whatever arena that they're putting on isn't a front. It's not a facade. And then you start banding together with those people. So the energy creates itself. And it could go terribly wrong if the wrong people are in the room. But when it happens and you just jump on the opportunity, it works itself out. And it doesn't need a bunch of like captains and people barking orders and what. Because I'm a technical, oh, I'm going to hear it move that. But sometimes I got to step back and people going to rock and do whatever they do. And I'm just there to catch the vibe a lot of times. Like, I'm hearing what he's doing. I'm like, oh, that's tight. So it gives me that same freedom to go, like, all right, I am going to freestyle this whole hook and then see what happens. And they're like, yeah, that shit tight. Come out. I'm like, all right, cool. Next song. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not even a painstaking process. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's how it should be. I'm DJ Basta from Grand National, Roots and Branches. You made that beat back in like 2015. Do you remember what it was like making that one? I mean, I was at a very different point in my life at that time too. So it was like, uh, my son was, was very young. I don't think he was in the room with me for that one, but I just remember like in the, in the kind of like basement studio I had at that time. And, um, 
I think it was just like a pocket of these real loop based beats that I made and that one went way, way different. Like that one just, you know, just caught a different groove. And so like a lot of times that happens with making beats, usually I'm just playing, like I'm trying it in that space where I'm not thinking too much, where I can just be in like feeling and experimentation and not judging myself or questioning what I'm doing, but just like being in the moment, embracing and, and, and letting, you know, come out what comes out. And so that's normally the vibe. I would say I remember the room. I remember the batch of beats that it was because I had this like weird numbering format at that time that I only did for like a month. Kevin had picked out, you know, just an earlier sessions of stuff and we brought it up in one of the sessions and, um, you know, SK just started bringing the live elements into it, which is what it really, really needed. So he started bringing in the live bass, the live guitar, some different drops that I didn't have in it. And then in between sessions, I came back in that whole second section, the seed is a loop of the beat. So he looped a section of the beat, flipped it, and then did some additional drops. I mean, with very little, right? So he doesn't have the drums, he doesn't have the sounds. He just literally had a two track beat. And so for me, the process of coming in and hearing how someone takes something that I do even farther, that's a really exciting part of the, the collaboration. I think in a lot of ways, like I know my limit. I'm a collage artist. I'm really excited about the idea of like taking old things and making new things out of them but I'm not a, like a traditionally trained musician. Mm -hmm. My background is as a DJ and a drummer. So, you know, I kind of am bringing that into my beat. So anytime there's someone who's gonna bring more musicality to it, uh, can bring some layers that go beyond like the kind of sketch that I start with is always really exciting. So that one was really kind of unique moments. That's so cool. I, I love the little intricacies. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever you're listening on. And if you want to reach out to me, I'm on Twitter at Special Says and on Instagram, it's at Special Says as well. As always, this episode is dedicated to Marlon. Do what you can to stop senseless acts of gun violence.